Ah, yes. What up, what up, what up, what up? This is your man, B-Nix, host of the B-Nix Podcast. Ooh, we got a good one today. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. I got two guests from BET's Hustle in Brooklyn. Ladies and gentlemen, Santos Garcia, Donnell King. What up? Yeah. What's up, what's up? What's going on, fellas? Oh, the world is ours. This is Santos talking, by the way. I got, I got to talk like this, because that's how your voice, your voice is. This is Santos Garcia, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, man, it, it really is looking like that, because I see you guys, y'all, y'all are out here ripping and running and killing it out here, man. This, this show is, is looking something serious out here. Yeah, definitely. It's monumental. It's amazing. It's a great platform that has never been, has never been shot like this before, by the way. So it's like, you know, when people say anything about it being like, Reality TV, quote unquote, is like far from it. You know, mm-hmm. this 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 series, this docu series, was actually shot like a movie. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so you're actually watching a film. You can you're actually watching, yeah. you can actually Netflix and chill to this. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> this this is gonna be so huge because, like you said, the way they shot it, the way I mean, the people that were involved in it, all heads of something that were huge, like Source, like Kim, she's at the Source mm-hmm. before. You know, you know what she do. She she's a great producer. So uh, the directors as well, Mark Ford, you know, Creature Films, BT involved in it. So you, you're dealing with people who are experts in their craft. Mm-hmm. And then you're dealing with us, hustlers in their craft, experts. You know what I mean? So all that together, you got, <laughs> you got bowls, 96 bowls, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Got a couple seasons. Yeah, facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, Santos, um, you VP and AR of the 82 group? Yeah, yeah. Well... That was a company of mine that I started with a partner of mine um, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Now I am the mark. I I have my own company now. It's called as a marketing consulting company. It's called Sense Ninety Three, mm-hmm. and you know essentially is what I what I was doing in the previous company. But I kind of wanted to own my own thing um, and kind of do things a little bit more my way. Um, yeah, so it's essentially that's that's the name of the company, Sense Ninety Three, and, and and it's a marketing consulting company that basically puts brands that are out there in, in the mainstream world together with uh, people who are in the culture and moving the culture forward. Um, there was this missing gap that I noticed that wasn't really happening. And I wanted to be that, I wanted to be that plug, that connecting uh, gap between, uh, you know, these big brands that want to get associated with the, uh, with the brand, with the culture, you know, these big, huge brands that want to be associated with the culture, but don't know how to, or don't know how to go necessarily about that. And my company gives everybody that uh, platform to do so. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now you, Darnell, you are an entrepreneur, producer, and rapper. Um, also, you have some stuff going on with uh, Rock Nation. If yeah, if, if you I missed out. Rock. You missed out my company, Brickhouse Studios. Brickhouse. No, I was going to get to that. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get to that, but Sorry. first, I want to get to the stuff of Rock Nation. What you've been doing? I heard you've been producing some stuff over there with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was given the opportunity to uh, work with Manolo Rose, mm. do a mutual friend, and uh, we were just working on records. And then I just. I just banged out a lot of hot joints. Yeah, I see you in the that, video. I see you out there. That caught Jay's thing. attention. And, um, you know, they cleared it. I used the OJ sample, mm. um, Money, Money, Money. And, um, yeah, I got the single on, on Def Jam Rock Nation. And you also uh, own Brickhouse Studios. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so tell the people about that. Brickhouse Studios was, um, <laughs> I went to school for audio engineering after me and Santos left Def Jam doing internship, street team stuff. Um, you know, Santos went on the road with Neo. Uh, he did big things, and I had to figure it out. We was at the building, so I wanted to school, go to school for audio engineering. And my father was like, cool. I've always been in a musical family, so that was something that was in me. But I went to school just to figure out how to, the technical size, you know what I mean? Like how to 
And what schools you go to? Institute of Auto Research. Ah, I, uh, okay. So over there, you know, I, I was already producing, but it just gave me the tools to find and streamline my sound. So um, after leaving there, I went to uh, intern, I mean, work at the studio. I figured out how to, how it works, you know, the, the actual business of a, how a studio is run because a lot of people don't understand how a studio is run, ran. Oh, yeah. So um, just getting clients in there, and then I decided I was going to make a studio in my room, my bedroom. So me and Santo started recording stuff, and um, it started getting hot, like, in my house. So everybody was coming to my crib to record, like, the whole hood, booking it. It just got too big, so I had to figure out how to, you know, maneuver. So 10 years later... After, you know what I mean? I moved from my mom's crib or whatever. Built the whole studio. Ground up. That's what's up. And we here. Now, Actually, a year. So it's been a year so far. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, we have the show. BT's uh, Hustling Brooklyn. Um, what is your roles on the show, both of you guys? Like, what, what is your characters like on the show? So, I have a... Um... <clears throat> My role uh, is actually not a character who I am. And, and well, is, you know is, what I mean. Yeah. No, I know, I know what you're trying to say, but I just I, I want to let the people know that this is really us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the reason why I decided to be a part of it, because when I was approached with the idea um, from the producers, the same thing that everybody else say when you think about reality TV, it's like... Are we really like, you know, I, I don't we don't want to be part of what's the, the image of what it is right now, you know? And when they got approached to me and they, and, and they spoke to us about it, it was more so on a, on a level where they wanted to highlight black excellence and they wanted to actually show, you know, yeah, you're going to have your issues and your problems, but they want to actually show the process of what, what goes on behind the scenes and, um, um, and what's, you know, what, what, what are the ups and downs and what you can do to actually make the situation better. So for me, it was more so the executive side, the behind the scenes side, you know, um, not necessarily always have to be in like the talent but you can also always get you can get the credit like yourself, you know, you're a host, you know, for your own podcast. Let's film your journey, you know, what you got going on in the process that it takes to actually get to this platform right here. So and 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 everybody think it's crystal crystal clear. You know, you have you know, you know, nice, pretty fancy studio, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got good lighting in here, got got a good sound, got an engineer, <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying? I try, I try. I try. So like <laughs> but it's a process to get here, you know? So and and I think People want to know what's that process. You know, what does it take to actually be to have this in the process of continuing to grow and be and become better. So I was given opportunity, and um, that's my role essentially to show the the the, the business side, um, and and uh, the branding side of things. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, as I was saying uh, to you guys before the show started, and and I think in the, even in the beginning of the show, um. I'm so glad that they BET and not even just BET, just television in general. They finally are highlighting, you know, some of Brooklyn's finest. Because I always feel like Brooklyn has so much talent. How do you guys feel to not only represent Brooklyn but to to do the show in Brooklyn? Mm. That was a good question. Um, doing the show in somewhere that you're from and you actually know is like this is not. We're not acting. I mean, that's why Santos has his name Santos, isn't he? You know, he goes by Toast Money. Darnell, the king on the show, where they're using our real names because this is our real lives. So coming from Brooklyn and being like posterized in your own city is like every kid's dream come true. Like yeah, we how- actually walk down the street and see our flyers, and I mean not flyers, but see our po- our billboards. Yeah, I saw the picture of that, and I'm like, yo, how's that feel? It feels surreal, bro. Because we always wanted this this opportunity, but when it comes, it's like, are you ready? And it just happens, and then people are like. They see you as this person now. Yeah, You're not man. no longer just regular. You're, 
You're somebody now. Something good. My, yeah. my DMs is lit. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It's going to be a lot more lit when the show comes out. That's a, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Now, y'all had mentioned earlier um, you guys were interning and doing street team stuff yes. with Def Jam. How did, how did you guys— uh, The bottom. How did you guys start? Doing that. That's how I met D. Mm-hmm. I think we, we. That's how we met. We met. Um, back in the days, it was called guerrilla marketing. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was called. You know. It was. It wasn't so, social media. wasn't It wasn't no social media. It wasn't in, like online. Yeah. It's, and all that stuff didn't exist back then. It mm-hmm. was straight. Print out this flyer hand and go hand. And, and hand to hand. Give it mm-hmm. to somebody if you want to get some. And bro. just to clarify, this, this was like, like this, the like early mid two thousands. We just doing it like this. Yeah, flyers like flyers. that. D still do flyers. You I see still him, do right? flyers. Monopoly. Yeah. But um, but this was like in the like early mid two thousands or yeah okay. yeah um this is like back when like Chicken and Bear came out Young Jeezy mm, first yeah. album Old Snow three, yeah. Five, yeah so like this Double is like innovation. in the beginning like we was actually hopping trains from oh well um well we were yeah. we were <laughs> did Give I it a buck. Did I just oh well yeah hey, man. it happened it's all good. <laughs> what happened was this old lady used to swipe me on the on the train all the day, every day. And I just happened to get to the city. <laughs> but we got to the city somehow, and then we actually got up, and we, we was actually really grinding. You know, we, we was just kids in, 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 like, out of high school, like, yeah. still in high school. Yeah. And um, trying to trying to make it, you know? Yeah, we we met, um like you said, at Def Jam. And, you know, uh, Toast was already always one of those, those guys to figure it out. Like, we both came from two different groups. And he had his clique, I had my clique, but... We we both alphas, so mm-hmm. you know we we gonna figure out who's that nigga. If it's, I started to say, but yeah. we we always was like in the building. Like when I came yeah. to the building, I let I let people know I was in the building. Like <laughs> I would, like I would walk around the offices and talk to whoever, mm-hmm. and like yo, we here, and I, we did not take no for an answer at all. Your personality definitely shows in the show. Like you definitely let people know, like yeah, I'm the man and I'm here to run it. Facts, man. Yeah, definitely. Facts. He yeah. used to come dressed like it was he was gonna perform. It was a show. Yeah, he's been an artist. He's been a he he he's been a a fa- uh he's been into in tune with fashion. Yo, remember that cold hard jacket? This this man is an artist by the way. He doesn't he hasn't talked about it a lot, but this man is a, like a real painter, like artist. Mm-hmm. Like back in the days, yo, you got to tell people about yeah, this man. Right. Back in the days, there was a, he had a shop downtown Brooklyn on Fulton, mm. and he used to color sneakers. We did the premiere a block away from there. Crazy. Wow. Remember? Yeah, that was crazy. That is crazy. He used to take Air Force Ones and used to color them in when people used to come to the shop. Because back then it was like you, you colored your Air Force One, you yeah. custom made them. So he used to take Air Force Ones and color them in and, and, mm-hmm. and the cold hard jackets and then paint whatever you want on it. Back mm-hmm. in the days, you, you you know, you could paint somebody's picture or whatever, a logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This man used to do that. And he used to come to the office. I used to be like, yo, what's good? Let me get. I still ain't get a cold hard jacket to this day, <laughs> yeah, by the way, right. D. I, yeah, I actually, you're right. I actually used to, um after school, I would have a hustle that I would do art. That's how I would get money. I was making a lot of money, like young yeah. man. Mm-hmm. I was making like six hundred dollars sometimes a day, Ooh, okay. doing that junk. And then, but I had to figure out what music was. I saw Santos up at Def Jam. I'm like, yo, this is what I want to do. So I had to fall back from that. But that's how we we used to eat a lot off of that. Yeah, just having some money because we all came up at different times. Like Tosha, get a bag. I get a bag. But then we'll be a, it'll be a drought. <laughs> and then you know what I mean. <laughs> but it was it was definitely a, a growing process. Uh, but did you guys uh, to get those? It was an internship at Def Jam, or was it a? Um, oh, he like, his was different. How he got in the building was different than me. Yeah. He could tell. He could tell you, and then I could. I could yeah, tell you how, yeah. How did you get in the building? I actually, me uh, a friend of mine's. Uh, actually, my uh, my god brother. We uh we wanted to be uh early in the business. We understood that relationships were everything. 
and we wanted to be inside the building because we felt that we can actually get more closer to what we wanted to accomplish from being inside rather than trying just being an outside aspect. So we got into the business um, um, in a street team level because it gave us the opportunity to be still be in the business in the building and literally like you know see the ANRs and see the marketing execs and the presidents and whatnot. Um, but like you know, D said, you know those droughts be serious, man. And then you know, and um, if you know, once you get to a certain age, you know, you wanna you wanna go take the girl to the movies, and you wanna go buy a pair of sneakers, and you wanna get fly. So you know, my god brother decided to take another lane, which is understandable as a man. You gotta you know do what you gotta do. Um, I was a little bit younger than him, so I was able to play a little bit more with time. But that little, extra little bit of time gave me the opportunity to uh continue to grow. And I met you know, uh amazing people like Darnell that actually helped me along the way to continue to progress. Um, so, you know, that's how we met. And that's how, I, you know, we were doing the street team thing and, and, and we used to always see each other. That's how I got originally in the building. Mm. Yeah, originally how I got in the building, I was I got kicked out of school, boys and girls high school. Um, and I was, the reason why I did it because I, I just wasn't focused. I was, I was doing music, I was in a band, but I was focused on music and not my academics. Yeah. So that got me kicked out, and then I went to the old boys' girl school, um, high school, where one of my boys was doing promo for Def Jam, and then I was like, "Yo, what, what's, what's, like, what are you doing?" He's like, "Yo, I do blah 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 for Def Jam." I'm like, "Yo, can I come up? To, like, can I get down?" He's like, "Nah." Wow. Nah. <laughs> He's like, "Nah, it's not." So uh, anyway, I, I was persist persistent, and I, he was like, one day I was like, "Yo, bro, come on, I'm, like, can I get down?" Can I? He's like, "Yo, he took me to the building. When he took me to the building, I met Santos that first day. Mm. I met Jay Z the first day. I gave him my autograph." Wow. That? <laughs> <laughs> what did Jay-Z say? He laughed and put it in his pocket. <laughs> now now, now we're working for Rock Nation, so there you go. Mm, yeah. But, <laughs> it all comes out of a circle, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. But um, that was my end, and uh, me and Santos kind of fueled each other because, like, we didn't understand this game. So just being around each other, our hunger to get more always opened more doors. And they was like, yo, how are these kids continuously doing this? Like, y'all, we started at, on the street team. Now you're working with Neo. Now I'm working with whoever I'm working with. And we kept on growing, 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 growing. And not knowing me and him, we were piggybacking off of each other. Because mm -hmm. that's my brother at the end of the day. So when he do something, I'm involved 100%. When, when he do something, it's just vice versa. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you can't stop us. Because if I'm in another side of the country and he on the other side of the country, we pushing the agenda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, we we unified. And people don't understand that, our relationship. That's and that, us. And that's a very good point, D. You know, I, I definitely want to spe specify on that because it's important that the people that you're around in life have the same idea. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I most definitely agree. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, and, and even if it's not the same goal, have the same idea of winning. Right. Because the same idea, the same why, and the same purpose is going to always circle back to good stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, when we when we don't have the same, like just, and if you don't have the same idea with somebody, or the same energy per se, that, yeah. get yourself out of that situation. You know, yeah, get facts. yourself out of that situation. And we don't always agree with a lot of what we do, you know, we don't always agree, Fact. but we have the same idea of winning, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the that's the end, end goal. Is that is is that gonna win? Are mm -hmm. we gonna win doing that play? All right, cool. Let's we throwing the rock that way. Right. That's and the we're direction. brutally honest with each other. Like we'll fight, we'll argue, we'll, like literally, <laughs> we'll like we'll go at it because we're just so passionate about this, our, like our livelihood and our, and our family. So yeah, that's that's our yeah, that's our, our connection. That's what's up. Now you both of you guys got the chance to work with Neo. 
on no. his uh, comp- okay. yeah. no, no, no. I, I work with him because of like off he the, he worked yeah. with him because of we everything I do he do everything right. you know what I'm saying that's just how we roll we throw, you know what I mean how did that come about because you were working under his compound uh, yeah. label yeah. yeah how did that come about and what was that experience like you know it was funny because it was a situation at Def Jam when Jay had just became the president and Jay came Jay became the president of Def Jam and um he uh. He came, he came on board, and this is like Tom, L.A. Reid pulled up too, and it was a big deal because the label was starting to revamp. Yeah. So this was like Yeah, it was a good time. It was a real good time. And um, the priority was Rihanna, mm-hmm. Mio, and yeah. T.I. Marie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, one, of my, one of my guys that, like Darn, I said, we used to do something where we used to just go all over the building and just walk in people's offices and be like, yo, what up? Mm-hmm. Every, people were scared. I don't know why, D. People <laughs> were so scared to just go say hi to people yeah. like these executives. Because they used to tell us, oh, you'll, you'll, you'll get kicked out the building. Yeah, like don't go on the twenty eighth floor. You are gonna get kicked you, you out. You know what it is. A lot of times people um, are shy and they feel like if they're too bold or mm-hmm. too aggressive to want to say how they, they might just offend wanna, somebody. Wanna, yeah, they might offend somebody or yeah. they feel like they're just gonna scare some people off. But yeah. a lot of times people don't realize it's like yo, even the simplest thing of saying hi to somebody exactly could get yeah. you so far. Facts, right? Facts. And, and with the grind and the work ethic that I see you guys have, it's like. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. you guys are, you guys are doing something. Right, right. right. We all humans. We all love to communicate. Right. You know, we all have a story to tell. You right. know what I'm saying? And it doesn't. It should never be a problem for you to step in somebody's office or see somebody in the elevator or the hallway and be like, "Yo, what's up? Yeah. How's your day going? Oh, where that happened to you? Right. What's? Oh, yeah. Oh, and then you don't ever know how that ma- ma- manifests. Right. So just to circle back to what. How that situation happened, uh, exec- an executive that used to work at the label named Tashawn Gale had came back into the office, mm-hmm. and he remembered me. I was still doing street team. He remembered me from being this annoying kid going to his office, <laughs> asking how his day was. Facts. And he was just like, yo, I'm, I'm working on a new project called Neo. Um, you know, this artist called Neo. Um, would you like to be a part of it? And I said, oh, snap. Neo from The Matrix is about to do some music? <laughs> uh, oh, this is going to be lit. I need to be a part of this. He was like, no, 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 no. Not from The Matrix. Neo is a singer because the way he writes music is the way, you know, Neo in the movie is the characters portrayed. Like he can see, you know, he sees words. He can pick words and make classics. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I just started working with him, just doing street teams specifically for him. Um, and, and it was a big deal. It was an amazing time because Jay was behind it, you know, L.A. was behind it. You know, Rihanna was just coming up upon the replay. Like, it was an amazing, amazing time. Mm-hmm. And then um, from there, it just manifested. More responsibilities kept being added on and on until eventually I became his role manager. But it never would have happened if I would have never been this annoying kid stepping in somebody's office. Very, very much so. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 how I got opportunity to work with him, you know? And then what was the experience like working with him? Like, how much did you learn from him? Man, not just from him, just from, like, being around in that atmosphere. You know what it is? Just... The, the key thing is that I was I was pushing I say traveling, traveling is everything. The, what I've what what was the best experience for me is to travel. Mm. Like you know I'm on my fifth pa- passport right now. That's a fact. Mm. You know what I'm saying. So like you know you know how many pass how many pages each passports have. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I think it's like thirty two or something like that. I mean, they extended got, them now. But yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> of you. <laughs> but the fact that I got to travel so much and yeah. I want to just tell everybody yo travel. Yeah. Like, yo, just travel. Don't just work, work, work. You know, work, obviously, make sure your foundation is it is what it is. But the money that you have left over, save it. Travel. Go any, go everywhere because those type of experiences are going to actually make you better, you yeah. know, in life and help you see things better. And, and you can take those experiences back home and learn how to deal with your own situations better. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of us... You know, I know kids that don't actually leave their neighborhoods because they're scared to travel outside or something. Yeah. Something might happen. No, travel. Yeah. Get a metro car. Get a get a monthly, and and, and, and you know, 
Yeah. And go around the city. <laughs> That's true. Now, Darnell, you had a chance to uh, be a part of the Bad Boy 20-year uh, concert tour, right? Yeah. I, I was I was a part of that before that, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you were doing stuff with Bad Boy before yeah. the concert? Yeah. Like, explain to me, like, what was, the, what was the role that you were doing over there? And Yeah, you know? so my role over there, just to go back a little bit more, when um, Santos got, and this is how it is to, like, it really, like, when people say your network can change your life, because Santos started working with Neo, it changed my life. Mm. And literally, literally, because Santos got with Neo, and then uh, Mr., who is Neo's, um, who, I mean, Tango's son. Tango son, who was managing Neo, his son that was doing, is doing music too. So he's like, yo, uh, you Toast, you know, your boy engineer, tell him to come over to the studio. We're working with artists. Because he did that, I was able to work with Mace in the studio mm. because of a of reference. So when I got there, I already I went to school for audio engineering, so the setup was already there, so I knew what I was doing. So when I got in a position to work, I like I was in my zone. So, you know, everybody knows who Mace is. I mean, he was a golden era of hip hop at the time. Mm-hmm. So I used to listen to him all the time, so I knew his tone. I knew like how he wanted to sound. So I said I engineered a session for him, and after that session, he was like, "Yo, you won't work with me." So after that, I've been I was with him for seven years, seven, six, seven years, wow. and I, I started at you know engineering, and then it moved on to like helping him being his assistant and whatever day to day stuff. He went, he came back, he fought, he went, he came back. You know what I mean? That's how he do. He he just he don't really. He, sometimes he just go away because he just off of it. So at the time he wasn't doing music, but then the Bad Boy tour came up. And he was like, yo, D, you've been with me for a while. Let's do it. You want to, you know, be, be the road manager? You want to be the photographer? You want to be the DJ? <laughs> <laughs> you, you were doing be, it all, huh? Bro, I was doing it all, bro. Yeah. And then uh, he took me on tour, and then he allowed me to, um, he took me to another level as far as the business. Mm. Yeah. You got any uh, fun stories about Puff? Yeah, Puff. <laughs> Puff is Puff because Puff makes everything around him go his way. Like he is like is he's a mentor, he's a mogul because he puts himself first. Nobody's gonna come first before Puff. Puff is first, then everybody else is it's Puff Daddy and the family. <laughs> do you, is it difficult to work with him? Is do you find it to be It's like... not difficult, but if you could work with Puff, you could work with anybody. Because that's why I've I'm heard a lot who of people say that. And I heard a lot of people say that. Because yeah, it rolls off. Because everything that he wants, you take on that trait. Cause you like damn. My man want to have silk everything, best cars, best food, best <laughs> chefs. And it's, he want to live like a king. Mm-hmm. So it's like if he want to live like that and you working for him, when you get your shot, you going to want to live like a king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I want the best everything. So it just taught you how to be a savage, aggressive. But sometimes, you know, it's going to be casualties of war. Damn, y'all had some incredible experiences. In the industry, man. <laughs> yeah, Shit. Yeah. Um, let me get to you, Darnell. Uh, you have a child. Yes. And you also have a lady. Yes. All together. Nice little family. Yes. How hard is it um, to have that at home, but being in the industry, Bruh. you got all the ladies, you know what I mean? They're coming at you. They're trying to get your attention. Super difficult. Super difficult because when you, my, my, my lady, she's not for this industry at all. The only reason why she's a part of it is because I am a part of it and she's, she loves me enough to tolerate certain things but trust me 
I'd be in some ish. I'd be in, I'd be in a doghouse because <laughs> I'm a man at the end of the day. And I don't mean to sound like I'm I'm like I'm I'm a dog or nothing like that. It's just men, we have tendencies to do men things. You know what I mean? And sometimes you don't realize what you have there until it's gone. And I don't want to lose that. So me being a young fly guy, we be on the road, it'd be so much temptation, bro, to be like <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> is it worth it? <laughs> you got to make that decision. Mm. Now on the show, um, well, not for you, but for you, Santos, any love love interest on the show? October 16th at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, we're going to take a break, run an ad, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Looking for that beat to put on your mixtape? Looking for that intro song to put on your podcast? Or just looking for beats to DJ at your next party? Well, look no further. Go to hitspotjude.com for beats that fulfill your audio needs. Hitspotjude.com. They got that fire. All right, welcome back to the B Nicks Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Nix. I'm kicking in here with my man, D King, Donnell King, and Santos from BET's new show, Hustle in Brooklyn. Can't wait. October 16th. Can't wait. It's the hottest thing since... Sliced bread, bro. <laughs> right after the uh, hip hop awards, right? Right after, right after that, which we are on. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Tune now, in, tune in. Now, um, you were talking about um, Sense ninety three, mm-hmm. um, the company that you run. Um, tell me a little bit more about that. Like, what's that about? And um, yeah, essentially, I, like I, I was saying earlier, I wanted to put a company together that can merge the two. Um, b- b- believe it or not. These big companies want to get associated with the culture. We control a lot of the cool factor. You know, we control a lot of what, you know, other kids want to dress like, um, be like, eat, travel. And um, we are, we, we, we actually, we, we sponsor these things, you know. Um, and the sooner, the, as soon as, you know, these companies, these corporations notice that, like, okay, you have a huge influence. Um, they want to, you know, give you dollars, you know. They want to, you know, take care of you. Uh, but there's a gap. There's a communication thing going on. Either the deals are not being uh, brokered properly, um, you know, the deals are not being uh, brokered properly, or or people that's part of the culture don't know how to get in contact with these brands, or the brands don't know how to get in contact with these with with the people. Um, I wanted to create a, a foundation where um, the two can meet, um, and you won't have to feel like you're getting robbed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. You know, you can you meet, we broker the deal, and everybody moves forward. That's just simply what it what it is. My company is for the culture. I want to, first, I want to move the culture forward. You know, I want to make it easier for a kid from the projects to actually get in contact with Target. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to make it easy for a kid from someplace in Atlanta to be able to say, yo, I got this new song or I got this new dance. Um, I need a platform to actually service it. You know, and to pitch it to them, and then be, and and all the all the, the song or the, um, all the dance already has a certain amount of views, or, or and they they want to pitch it. Like I want I want it to be that easy. It shouldn't be that difficult. Why yeah. is it that difficult? I don't understand why, but I, that's why I created my company to mm, to merge that's the two. What's up. Bring the bridge the gap between marketing and the black culture. Exactly. Mm. Well, I was going to ask you that. You already kind of answered the question for me, but and and in my experience dealing with media in general. Um, I kind of see some of this stuff, but why do you think it's so difficult for young black people to just 
make it in media or marketing? You know, and why is it such a tough thing to to, to break into? I mean, I'll, I'll let you go, D. You can answer that. Um, well, personally, we don't understand how it works at the highest level. We mm. don't we don't own our brands, so people are dictating and telling us what to do when they need our content. Mm. Well, we should own our content. And we should figure out, like, okay, well, you need me, we need, and we sometimes we're scared to negotiate because we don't want to throw the deal away or this way. But it, the s- simple fact of the matter is, we gotta we gotta create our own. And that's what me and Santos did. That's why we partnered it up. We're going to bully this game. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm going to create the music, and we need a way to market it. So who's going to market it? Mm. He's going to market it. <laughs> and when he has a brand that needs something, who's going to create the content? D-Kizzle. I'm going to create the content. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So in the media world... You have to have people align with you that have the best interest in in general altogether. So he's my best interest. Nobody else is gonna move for me. He's gonna move for me. I don't move until he say move. Vice versa. So until you have a partnership like that and we could come in the room like this, what do you what do you think happens when we go into corporations? They can't turn us down. Yeah. They got what we got what they need. Yeah. So we figured that out. Now we um we here. Case case in point this show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you see, you see what we're doing on the show. Like you know, bosses. What I'm not on no small level. We at the highest level. Like nah, those young boys are doing it. So we're already set up to be great. All we have to do is do what we do. They gave us the platform. Right. Now let me ask y'all this, because um, reality TV has been criticized a lot. You know, in the last five to ten years. Why do you think reality TV gets such a bad rap? Well, I don't know about no other reality TV show. Exactly. I know about Hustle in Brooklyn, October 16th, coming <laughs> at 10 p.m. That's what I know about. Keep plugging, keep plugging. You know Honestly, a lot of the other, I don't mean to shoot them down, but they not this. They not authentic to the culture. And then a lot of people say, oh, that's not Brooklyn. They gla- First of all, TV is going to glamorize Oh, yeah, you're going to get a lot of that. TV is going to glamorize everything. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of that. They did that in where? We don't even go to that restaurant in Brooklyn. But but guess what? It's the new Brooklyn. See, everybody's so accustomed to doing things the old way, bro. We dye our hair now. We we our, our clothes are fitted. I mean, we doing tiny chains. We doing everything that we want to do, but it's still Brooklyn, is it not? Oh yeah, the attitude is still there. It's still there. So it's just a reshaping of Brooklyn. So TV is going to glamorize everything, but we're still the essence of that. My, we from the block. It don't get no more <laughs> Brownsville, best out. Like mm-hmm. everybody knows us there. It's real, man. It's, it's, and it's real. It's, real. it's, it's real. shot on location. Yeah, it ain't like no like, you know, no green screen. It ain't no green screen. <laughs> it ain't like no interview. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is what happened. Nah. Like, no, this is what it is. This is what you got. This is my reaction. Yeah, this is what time. it is, and you are gonna see me how I'ma deal with it. Yeah. It ain't no well, da 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 da. None of them, they can't bang with us. No other reality show could bang with us. What's been the reaction like with your family and friends? Have they got a chance to like see the show, or have they got a chance to like see at least a little some of the clips or something like that? Well, the, the show comes out October 16th at 10 p.m. on BET. So keep not plugging, yet. keep plugging, <laughs> keep plugging. I like it. You know, <laughs> not yet, but they, you know, the people's closest to us love us. You know what I'm saying? But they're in a the bubble. They we're in a bubble. Yeah. But, you know, for me, I don't have the energy that I keep around me is so positive and so like uplifting. 
Like I talk to my brother every day. I'm the first I, first person I call is your D. Yeah. How are we gonna get this money? To, or what, what's the play? What we need to do? Where we need to be at? You know what I'm saying? We talk every morning. And you know even even back to when we started doing the show, he would call me every day. I'm like, yo, bro, go to sleep. <laughs> He's like, yo, D, D. I'm like, yo, son, we good. So you the dude at like two in the morning, you got an idea, you just like, yo, that's what, yo, yeah. yo, we, yo, we got to do this now. Yeah, like, doubt, put it on paper. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it be me. When your mind is in the most relaxing state of mind, mm-hmm. I don't know about anybody else, but I know me. When that's like two and three in the morning, when I'm the most relaxed, it's when my ideas start. your ideas yeah, racing. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of like that too. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then I wake up at nine, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. Yo, D. Yeah. We got to do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he probably just getting home from the studio. Cause he I'll, probably, be, I'll be out, bro. He getting home at 9, 10 o'clock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? From bro, recording. I'm burnt out, bro. You got to hit me back later, B. I can't do this right but now. We've been doing this so long. Our bodies are we, we are used to this. Like mm-hmm. So he'll go. I'll wake up. He'll wake up. I, like We'll hit each other. Yo, bro, we will, we'll call each other all day. Like, yo, son, this is that. Uh, we trying to figure this out. And most of the times, it's like therapy. Because when I'm off of it, he's on it. He's like savage mode. And then when he's savage mode, I'd be like, yo, son, come on, chill. Then when we both in savage mode, oh. It keeps you on balance, keeps you, yeah. keeps you on your toes. Yeah. One, thing, one thing I definitely <laughs> want to tell, though, is like, yo, to everybody listening right now, especially, you know, people in our age, yo, trust the process, yo. Yeah. Please, trust the process. Like, everything that you're going through, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, wherever you at on the ladder, Whatever you at, like it ain't gonna be crystal stairs. You it's know, it's gonna what I'm change. Cause trust me, it'll change. Just stay on it. Put your foot on that neck and just keep going. Like mm-hmm. don't just don't get discouraged. Especially now, it was a big issue right now. You know, mental health is a big issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of kids right now suffering from depression and stressed out. Yeah. And I want I want I want I want the youth to know like it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like trust the process. Trust that it ain't always gonna be like this. Things are gonna get better and. You're going to be able to overcome this. And yeah. when you do overcome this, you're going to be able to look back and talk to them about it on a platform. It's not an overnight thing. Yeah. It's you know not, what I'm saying? Talk thing. to them on a platform on how to overcome it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to happen overnight. Just mm-hmm. please trust the process. Yeah. Please trust the process. I want that message to get across yeah. to as many people as possible. Don't let nothing frustrate you. And you ain't going to be down forever. You know, you ain't going to be hungry. You ain't going to be broke. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, like how you, Santo just said, be hungry, broke. If you don't go through experiences that shape you and you just get it, you're not going to know how to sustain it. Mm. So we've been in, we've been through the fire. We've been through the great, the ups and downs. We've been in the valley. We've been everything. So we're able to adapt to our environments and what is going on on day to day. And some people be like, damn, we just lost the deal. Relax. We didn't lose it. We're figuring it out. Mm. You know what I mean? This is what we're going to do. We're going to move like this. So knowing how to move in a room full of vultures Literally, classic J line has mm-hmm. has showed us to trust the process because they say when one door closes, another one opens, and it's very true. Yes, sir. You you don't just get one shot at this. They say that you get one shot, but it, it's not, it's not true. You get as many oh, no. shots as you. There have been people who have revamped their careers, yeah. and we've we, and we're seeing it right now. Yes. Look at Noriega. Look at Joe Button. Yes. Mm-hmm. You just don't get one shot. Yeah. Um. What you mentioned some of the stuff. Um. To uh, to the question that I'm going to a- ask you guys. What keeps you guys in the music industry? Because th- I'm pretty sure you've seen a lot of crazy shit. I'm pretty sure there have been a lot of dark days where it's like, damn, what the hell am I doing here? I'm <laughs> I love that sh- question. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure there have been days it's like, man, like I don't know if we're going to make it. Like, What keeps you guys hungry? What keeps you guys going? <laughs> <laughs> I told this this is the question. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead? Go ahead. You want me to go? 
All bazooka. All right. Um, what kept what kept us going is because we we always had this in us since day one. We knew something was going to happen. We didn't know when it was going to happen, but a lot of our peers fell off. We the last two standing at Def Jam, like Street Team. Oh wow! Everybody else faded away and they gave up on it and on their gifts. And I know when once you got something and you're not gonna conform or like they say dick ride, we 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 never was were gonna do that. We were gonna figure it out on our own. So it was no way the doors had to open, cause we were not we were kicking them in, like where, wherever it's at, we there. Yo, this is what we do. And if they didn't rock with us, we like, alright, cool. We gonna remember that. We gonna come back. And then we we decided we gotta own our own stuff. That's the key. When you got your own business and your own stuff. They can't tell you no. Because once you get the bag, yeah, no, you got to do it now. Because I'm paying you to do it. And then we need results. It's no longer, oh, can you do me a favor? Can you, can you help me? We don't need help. Either you're going to rock with us or you're not. So it, it was no, we, we, we put it in the air and there just was no choice for, it to, for us to receive it. And that's what happened with BT. Like, we were, we were, doing, our, we were doing our own thing before, before them. Right. So they had no choice but to be like, those are the guys. Get them. Right. That's a fact. What, what we was doing, I think, before that. Before that. So when they, it just it made sense for them. Yeah. You know? Interesting you said that because I've always wondered why it took so long for not only BT but a network to finally put together a show to represent the best of Brooklyn. Because I've always felt like there's so much talent, you know what I mean, from that borough. And look, I'm from Queens, so I have a lot of friends in Brooklyn. And, of course, you know, we always do the back and forth, and they shit on my borough all the time. <laughs> but it's all good. But um, I've always wondered why it took so long to, like, showcase the talent that Brooklyn has. Because I always felt like Brooklyn has so much going for itself. Like, there's so many people doing so many things. I mean, look at the people who've already done so much and who are already famous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From the Chris Rocks to the Biggies to the Jays. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Most deaf, on and on and on and on. And and in your opinion, you know, why did why do you feel like it took so long for BET to do? Or not even just BET, just I can't I can't I can answer that question. Yeah. On the highest level. You gotta look at the people who's creating the content for BET. Now, I'll I'll say this for Toast. The production company, Creature Films, who did this with Mark Ford, they do documentaries on hip hop. Like they did the LA riots. You know what I mean? They shot things, the biggie, the biggie story. That's what they did. So in order to translate that, you gotta have somebody that could capture that content. Mm. And they did that perfectly. So when they when they showed BT what the whole idea was, it made sense because nobody has captured Brooklyn in this kind of style. Yep. Mm-hmm. You feel me? The way that it was shot. So the when they pitched it, it's like, yo, it's nothing like this. And the way that they're gonna shoot it, you gotta shout out Mark. Like yeah. It's not, it's not, like, people need to get away from the idea of reality TV. Right, right. Like, exactly. this is not, you know. It's a docu-series. This is a docu-series. This is like you sit down and you really watch the process, right. you know, real time of what it was being mm. said and what is being done to manifest these deals and to create opportunity. And BET saw it. They're like, They yeah, saw it. This is it. You know? Any other way, any other time would have been, it just, it probably would have never worked it out. It wouldn't have worked out. It was a perfect match. Mm. 
Now, since you guys have been in the industry for a long time, I want to say a long time, a while. Yeah, we have. <laughs> um, do you feel like the industry could be small at times? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very small. Like you just run into the same people over and over and it's just like, it damn, is small. you, you it is here small. too? It is small. It is small. It is small. That's the problem. That's a big issue. What, what thanks to social media now is opening up a little bit more than it was. Mm -hmm. But that's a big problem because there's so many so many people that are just scared to put people on, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Why is that? Yo, and I, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I honestly believe like, that the remedy for that is when you in in the door, you got to put in on as many people on. As you put people on because you know what? Especially if they're hungry. Those are going to be the next radio personalities, yeah. the next artists, the next executives. That are actually one day when, when you out of work, they're right. gonna be like, you know what? Come holla, come work with me, cause oh, such and such right. was my mentor. Right. Such and such gave me my opportunity. That's that's the reality of how these, you know, some of these execs should be thinking. I'm not saying all of them, cause I've gotten my opportunity from somebody that saw it in me. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. But a lot of there are a lot of people out there. A lot but of but you know why they saw it in you, right? Yeah, cause I was in their office in their face. Exactly. You know, and that's the problem, right there. Cause a lot of people say they want to do something in the industry and they're fickle about it. And, and and at our level, we ain't got time to waste. And at, at the highest level, you're like, you got you got a thousand people sending you emails. I got music. I got music. But do you really invest in your music? Do you really invest in your craft? Do you really go out and meet people hand to hand? I'm pretty sure this is the many conversations that you have with a lot of artists. Yeah, like I, that's why <laughs> the I way you just talked to me just now. Do you invest in your music? Do you really spend 50 hours a week on your music? Yeah, do you? <laughs> right, right. That's how you got to respect. Like, well, I respect like. The the Takashi Six Nines and like like those guys, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like I respect those guys because they're doing what what they got to do. They're doing what they got to do. They're making you recognize them. And and if you want to stand out in this music, you got to make me see you. Just don't give me your music. That's cool. If you hot, I'm gonna figure out what to do with you. You got to know what you want to do with you before I can figure out. Mm -hmm. So once you got that down pat, and then you moving and you visible and you marketing yourself, the world will see you. I can't. You in your room just wanting to be a rapper, just giving me a demo. It, it could be hot, but I'm going to take 80%. <laughs> and Toe's going to take the other 20. Yeah, that's why. So I got He's going to get the 20. You know, my oh. They call me Mr. 20%. <laughs> how many how many people in the street approach y'all with like CDs and shit? They just be like, yo, oh, fan, you listen to hip hop? Bro, my DMs right Bro, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I, I love it at the same time. I hate it. Yo, I got, I'm like very, very small. On the on the industry scale, and people like like not like they don't DM me, but they follow me. Sometimes I'll get like people asking me questions about yo, do you listen to my yo? Can you pass this off to someone? I'm like, bro, like I can't do nothing for you. Like yeah. I don't know, like for now, <laughs> I don't know that many people at the moment. You but... know us. If you hear, if you hear something that's dope, shoot it. To okay, us. yeah. Because I would say us. this, I do enjoy listening to new music. I do too. I like as much as is. Sometimes it can be overwhelming. I love listening to new music. Yeah, because you never know. It's been some, yeah. you know, every now and then you hear some shit that is like, oh, yo, this yeah. is fire. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I will work with this person. Or even if I can't work with it, I'll I pass the person off to D and see if D can actually enhance some things. He always does that. You know? So. If he comes across the artist, he bringing it, you're like, yo, D, I think it. And just because he's saying something about it, I'm going to listen to it because he's not going to waste his time. In right. Nothing. I would never bring something to anybody that I think is not worth it. Right. So. And if he does bring it, <laughs> Trust me, you need you gotta be you gotta be ready because he's going a hundred percent. All right, last question for y'all. Um, what do you think this show uh, can help you guys accomplish? Black excellence. 
I wanna I wanna show kids in the struggle, you know, all over the world that it's possible. But you have to trust the process. You have to trust the process. Do not get discouraged. Do not start doing all kind of left field shit because it's getting hard out there for you in the streets. Trust the process every single day, day in and day out, you know? And yeah. that's what the hustle is about. You know, don't get discouraged. And for, for me, like, that's what I want. That's not my whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I want to show people that there is a way, you know? And I'm glad that BET has given us, has, has given us this opportunity right now, right, specifically now this time. You said that, bro. <laughs> right now, bro, in this specific time, because there's a lot of stuff going on right now that people are just getting discouraged left right. and right. And right. they end up doing all kind of wild stuff. Right. I think that this show is really going to show the world how to, like, you know what? It's okay to trust the process. It's okay to roll with the punches. Yeah. It'll work out. And for me, um, just knowing, like, the opportunity that we were uh, presented with and we were ready for, because if we weren't ready for it, it wouldn't make sense. We, we've we been preparing for this very moment. And to be a part of something so new is kind of crazy because they could have got super famous people to do this out of Brooklyn, but they didn't. They got people who were on the come up, weren't there yet, but actually had something to make it more seem more real. Because when you pump it with, you know, all these, you know, numbers and stuff like that, people are like, oh, they trying to they trying to go ham. But nobody know, really knew us like that outside of, you know, the industry. Like, the world didn't know us. Mm-hmm. The world didn't know me and Toast. But now it's going to help everything that we're trying to do as far as, like, put our families on, put our friends on, and really, um, you know what they say? How are you going to change the game? That's what we're here to do. We're not here to change the game. We're here to add to it, but we're here to change the mind frame of how the game is operated. That's what's up. Um, any last words? Anything I want to plug? Anything y'all want to... Um, October 16th at yeah. 10 p.m. BET. <laughs> yeah. You know, hit me up. I'm always down to do business. Um, reach out to me at Toast Money, T-O-S Money on Instagram. I'm always down for new uh, partnerships and new business deals, new business structures. Um, look out for my app. I have an app out there called Eavesdrop. Eavesdrop. You know, it's How a, this app out? It's a great platform to uh, create playlists and share it with your friends and family and everybody in your social platform. Look out for that. And, I'm about uh, to go download that right now. Yeah, please do. Do that, please. Please believe it. Believe it, please. And just, um, I would just say, yeah, just keep it 100 with yourself. Be real. Be authentic. I appreciate you having us be. Um, you can find me at AIOXOIA on Instagram, on social media platforms. And um, just like Sanso said, trust the process, pray, because without a foundation of some sorts, you're going to get lost out here. So I have to have a foundation, stay grounded, and know that you're going to push through. Just know that. It might look crazy, but if when you're alive, you could do it another day. Figure it out. And any new music on your end? <laughs> Anything coming out on the music side? Yes, I have a project coming out called Kings County. I produce all the records and I'm rapping. And you're going to really hear a different side of um, an artist that has so many facets and can do whatever he wants with music. Like, I could I could literally yo-yo this. Like, <laughs> it's it's pretty sad, but <laughs> it's going, it's, you're going to be like, new Kanye, new Pharrell, new Swiss, D-King. That's okay. new, new Leo, new Jay-Z, new Toast. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Thank you, fellas. I appreciate y'all being here. Shout outs to Kim Azario. Love your girl. Yes. Love your mama. Um, shout outs to my man Chad. Thank you as always on the board. 
See money. Remember, people's October 16th. Hustling. After, right after the Hip Hop Awards, Hustle in Brooklyn, Darnell, Santos, um, I forget the other's names, but y'all, y'all learned them, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. this Watch. is our time right now. <laughs> but shout outs, to, <laughs> shout outs to everybody on the cast, and shout outs to our team, because our team, we have a lot of team, a lot, big team, so shout out to everybody on the team, it's a lot Brick of name, but we appreciate you, I appreciate you, and um, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys for stopping by. That is it for the B Nicks podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Nicks. We'll be back soon. Enjoy your weekend. Take care. Peace out. Bye.